My name is Suzanne Legrand and this is The Shaman's Notebook. Today I'm speaking with Tammy Russell, who is a registered dietitian, homeopathist, and intuitive energy healer. Today on the show, we are going to talk about a healing that we did on a client named Hannah. And we're going to give both of our perspectives on what we did to help um, support healing for Hannah. So to start, let me tell you a little bit about what Hannah said her initial issue is. She said, I was diagnosed with endometriosis back in 2013. I had two surgeries to clean up the adhesions inside. The first surgery focused on my female parts and recovery was easy. However, the second surgery was due in part because my colon had gotten stuck to my side wall. It took almost a year and a lot of physical pain and side effects from surgery for me to be able to digest properly and eliminate food. I feel like I've made great strides, but I still have issues with digestion. For example, acid reflux, proper elimination of waste that looks healthy, bloating, and nausea that have really reared their head again the past 1.5 years. Is this the result of endometriosis or is there something else going on with my system? What foods should I be eating or avoiding? And this is tough for me because no one food is consistent. I may eat avocados regularly and then one day all of a sudden I'll feel nauseous and have what feels like the flu. So the same thing happens with a variety of other foods. Can you help? When I um, first kind of looked into Hannah's case energetically, um, I took out my kind of map of systems and I used my own system of kind of muscle testing to, to figure out where her first priority of need was. And what I learned was that the organ systems, the first priority was, was dealing with her organ systems. And the organ systems that came up as really needing some rebalancing were the small intestine, pericardium, spleen, stomach, large intestine, gallbladder, and liver. Um, so I went into that a little bit closer, and I just asked the questions, is the pericardium being affected by any of these other organs? Um, and kind of what I came to was that it was being affected by the spleen, um, and that had to do with more of an emotional thing, and it had to do with the integrity of the spleen. And there was a relationship issue with others, um, the concept of joy, love, and self-expression also came through. So when I did my first balancing on Hannah, I focused on the pericardium being out of balance as it related to the spleen um, and kind of went through that. And then um, the second thing that came up for Hannah was the small intestine relationship to the gallbladder and liver. So basically what I learned was that the gallbladder and the liver were under duress um, and dealing with things and affecting the small intestine. And when somebody's small intestine is affected adversely, it could greatly um, cause a lot of um, issues with digestion. You know, the, the small intestine is where most of your nutrient absorption takes place. Um, I also realized that she could be having some hydrochloric acid um, production issues, um, which is interesting because you mentioned um, heartburn. And heartburn is primarily a hydrochloric acid production problem, um, either too much or not enough. So um, I, I worked on balancing um, the liver 
being out of whack and the gallbladder being compromised um, and the effect that they were having on the small intestine. Um, I also kind of went into the liver for Hannah and I wanted to see what was going on in there and what was causing um, some of those issues. And it looks like heavy metal showed up, some bad bacteria, as well as a viral issue, um, issues surrounding anger, memory, um, ability to organize, plan, and then the themes of strength and, and growth. Um, and then as far as food, um, alcohol, chocolate, and gluten and dairy came up as big ones that would be important for her to avoid moving forward. Um, and as, you know, more integrative practitioner, um, I would really work with her in depth on um, reducing that heartburn, um, coming up with a diet for her, um, and then just this is really just the tip of the iceberg. Like, honestly, when somebody has all of these issues, you can't accomplish all of the healing in one energetic session. It has to be multiple. So what I realized in dealing with this patient um, and doing the tapping on her was that there, there was a lot of intense need for rebalancing. So this was just the first session um, where I was able to just kind of go over the organ systems and work on her gallbladder, her liver, as they related to the small intestine as well as the spleen and its relationship to the pericardium. But honestly, um, this patient should have several sessions where um, there, there should be more pronounced or in-depth themes dealing with um, digestion and um, hydrochloric acid production and all the stuff going on in her liver. So there seemed to be a lot going on there, and um, this is just kind of the initial session for her. That's really interesting. And what's interesting about what we're doing is we're looking at this from two different perspectives. So let me tell you what I found. And my perspective, um, I also do energy medicine, but my approach is based in muscle testing. And I do something called Acunect, which is a version of body talk. And I combine this with other spiritual modalities, because a lot of times when you are looking at physical issues, as you mentioned, there are also emotional issues and sometimes spiritual issues involved that are connected to the physical things that happen to somebody. So what came up for me when I checked in, and I also do muscle testing and, and connect to her her body and also her her higher self. Um, interestingly, sense of sight or vision connected to Wei Qi and connected to fascia throughout her body. So let me explain this. So sense of sight and vision can be physical sight, but it can also be at a spiritual level, how she sees herself, how she sees the world, how she's perceiving her life. And that's connected to Wei Qi. Wei Qi is your energetic boundaries. Um, Qi is from Chinese medicine. And so um, Wei Qi is our protective um, energy that defends us from external factors. But you can think of it a little bit like our, our boundaries. You know, people talk about your boundaries got crossed. Well, we actually do have an energetic boundary that allows us to take in other people's energies, but also to defend ourselves against other people's energies. And it was interesting that that was connected to fascia. Now, I don't know very much about fascia, but I did a little bit of research. And um, for people who don't know, and I was one of those people, here's some things I found out. 
There's no part of the body um, that is not connected to a crystal-like lattice possessing 10 times more sensory nerve receptors than the muscles in our body. The fascia has a signaling system very similar to the nervous system. It's elastic and liquid-like connective tissue that delivers energy and information through its own independent nervous system. So just as the web is the foundation for a spider, fascia is a system or a matrix for the human body. It keeps our organs in their place. It is a catalyst and one of many different sources of power to our bodies. Without it, we could not survive. Um, metaphysically, we know that unexpressed emotions can become locked in our tissues and organs. So the fascia then would also retain physical trauma, memories, scars, and uh, pain and stress. So it's interesting because when I did an intuitive reading, one of the first things that I got was this idea of push-pull. Um, it's like two strong forces that are working against one another. Um, she feels like she's very headstrong and independent. She wants to do her own thing, and yet she also wants to be a good girl to be accepted, to be admired, to have the trappings of success, um, you know, what we all want. But for some reason, those two are in tension. And there's a kind of wilder part that's wanting more expression, um, like a horse long that longs to be unbridled and actually run. And like a horse, when the energy has is contained and has not and it doesn't have a way to be expressed, it starts to wreak havoc on the body. So the sense that I got is that Hannah has been holding a tight rein on the part of herself that needs to express and be wild and maybe be a little bit unconventional. And that this is part of the issues that are affecting her health. I looked also at foods because she had asked about specific foods to avoid. And I got the typical ones, sugar, dairy, and gluten. And the idea that all of those just kind of set up some sort of allergic reactions in her body, or they start, it's kind of like they are irritants that create all kinds of problems. W would you say that's true um, from a nutritional perspective as well, that, that, that those things tend to cause problems? Yes, for sure. So what I got was <laughs> um, the the message that I got from from d my intuitive reading um, is that she needs to give into her wild enthusiasms. She needs to find spaces and places where she can be as odd or as normal as she wishes without having anyone looking over her shoulder, making her keep her clothes clean and not get dirty. It's interesting that being too rigid in eating usually backfires for her. She needs variety in life experience and in the things that she does for fun, which can bring new energies and allow for the release of old stories, beliefs, habits. And in particular, um, what would be helpful for her is to re to think about her to reconceive her relationship to her body. And I think this happens, maybe this is something that we all need to do. If we have experienced illness or we have experienced some sort of trauma or disease, a lot of times we look at our body as the source of the problem. 
And so what would help Hannah is to invite a new way of imagining how her body might be in the world. Instead of seeing her body as a state of something that is sick um, and then getting resentful for all the ways that her body is limiting her, um, she needs to create a new role. For example, um, her body as a guide or an ally or a new adventurous lover who is going um, to be willing to go on a game of new adventures. You know, but it's it's about creating a new role for her body so that she doesn't keep reproducing the old. And the last thing that I did was I pulled a card from a tarot deck and this kind of reinforced this idea of creating a new relationship. So what came up was the three of pentacles. And in the traditional um, uh, writer weight deck, what you see is two figures who are talking to a man who's standing on a platform in the doorway of a cathedral. And to me, the man who's standing on the platform looks like an architect or a designer who is listening very carefully to understand the vision for what he's building. Um, he's very skilled at creating works of incredible beauty. And the couple is discussing the form the work uh, is to take. And pentacles represent body, home, material world, money, all of the things that connect us to this earth. So the message from this card is to envision a blueprint for your material life, for her body, the way in which she lives in the world. Um, and if she doesn't, you know, you can imagine an architect, if he's not given uh, a good plan, he relies on the old one, because at least that is a solid. So part of this is envisioning a new way of being in the body. We got kind of different perspectives. Do you think that that they overlapped in any way? Um, yeah, for sure. I, I do. Um, as I had mentioned, um, what came up for me was that there was this interplay between the pericardium being affected by the spleen. And as far as the spleen was concerned, the major issue that came up was integrity. Um, I'm not sure if that had to do with, you know, somebody's character having integrity or it was the integrity of the organ itself. Um, but there was this theme with the pericardium also of relationship with others as well as joy, love, and self-expression. Mm -hmm. so, and that, to definitely. me, also relates to the Wei Qi, right? How you relate to the world, how you take in yeah. the energies of other people, and also how you have some boundaries that, that are healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very cool. I am Suzanne Legrand, today speaking with Tammy Russell, registered dietitian, homeopathist, and intuitive energy healer. Thanks so much for listening to The Shaman's Notebook today. Please subscribe in the link below or leave a comment. Thanks.